N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 310 of the NYYST podcast. We're presented by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. What a difference 48 hours makes, bro. Well, you want to peel back the curtain a little bit? Yeah, well. It was really 24 hours. 24 hours ago, I said, what a difference 20. <laughs> 24 hours makes. And I mean, it wouldn't be my life right now if. We didn't have a colossal failure. I actually tried to record a bonus episode last night. Sat here for 25 minutes talking. Chris texted me this morning. Your audio never recorded. Yeah, it was just the video. I could have read your lips. I read your lips for the most part. But I think it's better that we're here together to, to discuss this because then we would have had to talk about it again on Monday. Yeah, and, and you know what? His- <laughs> Something else might break in the next 24 hours and we might have to talk again. You so never know. Un- unbelievably, honestly, unbelievably, no way. It was honest to God, no way. When we sat here, month was a Tuesday night. Did I think that I'd be able to say these words? Aaron Judge is a New York Yankee for the rest of his life. Aaron Judge it broke uh, early Wednesday morning around eight o'clock. I think the first uh, tweets were coming in. And they were real this time. Aaron Judge signed a nine-year, $360 million deal with the New York Yankees. And there's only one man to thank, and that's Hal Steinbrenner. Hal Steinbrenner made his dad proud on late Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. He finally acted like a Steinbrenner. He made sure his star player didn't go anywhere. He was told – he was told – you got a pony up, and Hal said, let's fucking do this. It happened, man. And and with each passing moment, it became more and more clear how little Brian Cashman had to do with any of this. And yet, somehow, some way, still, something just doesn't add up for me. You don't trust Brian Cashman anywhere near this on your on your on your franchise guy. But you give I really believe our joke that Brian Cashman writes his own contracts might be real. I think it might be real. Well, I tweeted this earlier today. We're recording uh it's Thursday night. It's about 810. So, you know, God only knows what might happen now because things drastically change that. And I said this last night when I tried to record the show, I said, this is the danger or the risk of not doing the live show. Because right. If you leave it in the can, even for what, what do we leave it in the can for 12 hours? How Seriously. much things, things can change. But, uh, and I tweeted this, you know, tonight earlier, earlier today that Brian Cashman made, in my opinion, the worst trade in the history of the franchise, the IKF and Donaldson trade, how barred him from talking to Aaron Judge during these negotiations and still wound up with a four-year contract extension. 
Crazy. And and I got this text from my dad at 8.28 a.m. after I texted him on my ride to work, which you know is miserable. So, miserable. So your text to me made my commute somewhat enjoyable. And I said, he's a Yankee. And he said, no fucking way. He just got this text from <coughs> from his friend whose daughter is literally Cashman's right-hand man, right-hand woman, okay? I don't know if he got this text from him at night or if he got it early that morning. I'd imagine it was the night before, but it said, my daughter just talked to Brian Cashman on the phone. He's out in California, and he doesn't have a good feeling about Judge signing with the Yankees Thinks he's going to stay with the Giants. Thinks he's going to go with the Giants. So that just proves to me. And did do you know where Hal was during all of this? Italia. Yeah, I thought he was in Tampa. I thought maybe that's, that's what why. people were reporting because Judge was in Tampa, so people thought he went to go see. But no, Judge. Actually, in the last five days, um, Hal Steinbrenner met with the Pope. <laughs> And then made sure that Aaron Judge did not said a few prayers. So he did this so in we, fucking Europe. Our our general manager can't do it from the same state, and he's doing this from from different continents. And I want to read this because I read this last night. And I want to read this here. Uh, this is from Jack Curry. Jack Curry wrote this on YesNetwork.com. He says, "But as of late Tuesday night, the Yankees weren't sure if Judge would be back." or if you would sign with the San Francisco Giants or another team. I spoke with multiple officials, and they were all searching for some clues and some answers. One of them even pressed his palms together to indicate he was saying a prayer. When Steinbrenner, who was in, who was in Italy, spoke with Judge, who was in San Diego, it was in the wee hours of Wednesday. The owner asked the outfielder if he still wanted to be a Yankee. Judge confirmed that he did. The Yankees had offered Judge eight years and $320 million. There was a belief that the Padres were amenable to giving him 10 years and $400 million. With that possibility looming, Steinbrenner boosted the Yankees' offer and a tentative agreement was reached. We sat here a couple weeks ago. Whenever it was now, maybe a month, when we did keep him, dump him, Hal Steinbrenner, and we all voted to dump Hal Steinbrenner, right? Correct. Hal Steinbrenner, for the first time, I think since he's been the owner, the boss, owner the of boss, the, the boss, you can feel, you feel really good about something that he did. You can't. Uh, look, I'll tell you right now, other things need to happen. Look, and I said this last <coughs> night, right? So let's take this from this perspective. And I said this last night. Are the Yankees done building this team? No, they're not. Not in my opinion. But that's for next episode. That's for right. tonight. I want to just focus in on what occurred right. with Aaron Judge. Obviously, we all want Rodon. I think we all want Rodon. They need to. They need help in the left field. But tonight, I think it, it has of to course. be focused. Of course, on, and on, what I was going to say does stay focused on it. This team still needs to build, but if you announced Hal Steinbrenner in front of a crowd of 50,000 people at Yankee Stadium right now, I couldn't help but to get on my feet and cheer as loud as I possibly could, and it's probably the first time i felt this since he took over. I tweeted that I actually, for the first time, 
I respect him, man. He put his money where his mouth was, and he did it. And he and look again, a lot still has to happen, but it's clear that this had to happen first. If this doesn't happen, I don't know if this franchise can move forward in the way that it needs to. And I'm being serious about that. People think it's stupid. Like anyone who thinks that this is a bad deal is just, I'm sorry, you're just not in touch with reality. Like, I get it, but guess what? It's A, it's not your money. B, the Yankees. No, but, it, but A, it is my money. Well, what I'm saying is like people are like, this is too much money. Like, it's not your money. You're not, like, it's not your money, first of all, being spent on him directly. Second of all, okay. second of all, the Yankees still have money to spend. Let's not, look, this isn't a contract problem if they don't spend more money. It's an ownership problem, right? So it's not about that. And, 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 And lastly... You don't know that the Yankees would have spent money if they didn't spend it on Judge. There was talks. I forget who tweeted it, but one of their options, if Judge didn't sign, was to just kind of rebuild and not do anything. And then what? This had to happen. Can we at least agree on that? Look, if you aren't happy that Aaron Judge is back, if you didn't have... Just pure ecstasy as a Yankee fan reading that. That was one of the greatest moments. And I know we judge things based on winning World Series, winning titles around here. But that was a great moment for the Yankees on Wednesday morning when it was announced that he was back. Because it at least gives you a little bit of hope that Hal has that in him. He has George in him. Because he could have said, listen, bro, you have 320. Look, when he spoke to the... Uh, Aaron Judge on the phone Tuesday night, and he, he could have easily said, Aaron, if you want to be here so bad, why don't you take my $320 million? Right. He said, no. What is it going to take to get you here? Because that's something that his father would have done. That's Correct. absolutely something that George would have done. He would have said, what do I need to do to keep you here? And Judge said, I want it to ninth year. And Hal said, Done. You know, George never let his ego get in the way of of great talent. Aaron Judge is the we we can't stress this enough. Aaron Judge is the face of the New York Yankees. The Yankees aren't the same in twenty twenty three going forward if Aaron Judge is not here. This team lacked an identity until he got here. Once he retired, till Judge got here, that was that was. That was, was the, brutal. The, the worst stretch of Yankee baseball I've lived through in my entire life. Okay. And I, yeah, I get it. We're spoiled Yankee fans, but it wasn't even so much that they weren't winning. It's just that you didn't have somebody to latch on to. Right. You didn't have your guy here. Now he's here. He's here forever. And we have oh, one man to thank for that. Ever. I'm going to thank Hal Steinbrenner for that. And I saw people saying, like, oh, Hal doesn't deserve credit for that. It's the least he could have done. No, the least Hal could have done is not sign him. Right. That's the least he could have done. He could have drew the line in the sand and said, I'm offering you this. Take it or leave it. No, he went the extra mile, which is what we always beg him to do. Don't we always beg Hal to go the extra mile? Absolutely. Look. Look. Here's the thing. You ever be you ever you ever hang out with a parent that has a kid and the kid's fucking out of control? Yeah, you. Yeah. My <laughs> kids are fucking great. 
the kid's out of control, makes a mess in your fucking house, and the parent just doesn't do anything, just, okay, see ya, takes the kid, then you leave, you have, they leave, you have to clean up the fucking house and the mess, and you're just like, at least fucking be responsible for your kid. If Hal wants to hire Brian Cashman, an incompetent general manager, the least he could do is clean up after his fucking mess. Right? And that's kind of what Hal did here. Hal said, look, dude, fine, you're my guy, but I need to step into this and I need to take control because you're making a mess of things and I can't leave the Yankee fans with this mess. I need to take it into my own hands. You're my responsibility now. You're my asshole. Stay out of it. Stay in your room. Go. You want to find Tommy Red Bull? Yeah. Go. Go talk to Tommy Canely and go take a nap outside in a fucking sleeping bag. I you got, got this. Deal, you got me a good deal on Rizzo. Sit this That's one it. out. Sit this one out. And he fucking took control and he took responsibility. And guess what? If he's willing to do that and see where Brian Cashman's flaws are, because clearly this was one of them. Hey, man, if you have an issue with Hal Steinbrenner right now, you're just looking for issues. You're just looking for issues. Honest to God, man, I don't think there should be a Yankee fan alive right now who should be mad about anything regarding Hal Steinbrenner and Aaron Judge right now. That is done. That's out of the way. Now, like I said, bro, you want to sit here Monday night when we record the next episode and discuss what needs to be done and the fact that the Yankees can't sit still even after getting judged? Different story. That's all there but for right now man how Steinbrenner absolutely deserves a ton of credit for ponying up man he put his look how Steinbrenner sat there on the yes network and he and he, and what at the owners meetings and he basically said I'm putting my balls on the fucking he table here did. and I'm gonna show you and I'm gonna show you how big they are they Aaron were huge judges, yo and he did it he did yo you gotta give him credit bro you can't say that he doesn't deserve credit he nutted it up when he had to it was they were fucking big balls, man. You know, so I mean, I, I absolutely, I mean, you, you absolutely, you can see it there. Okay, I'm, I, my baldness looks so bad when I wow. need a haircut. But uh, did you get a haircut? I tip, no, I need one. That's why I look you so do bad. You need one. Yeah, uh, but I do tip my cap to House Steinbrenner. Now there are a couple of other things that we could talk about regarding the contract. Aaron Judge will be 40 when the contract is over. Uh, oh, oh. Look, I don't care. I literally don't care if the Yankees have to sit there and light $121 bills on fire in fucking <laughs> white field that we don't get anything out of this guy for the last three years. This absolutely needed to be done. Absolutely it's needed to be done. It's not even a question. And look, I brought... And this is an interesting point that I... I I take solace in the fact that I think Judge will age better than most sluggers do because the guy's changed his whole approach at the plate. If you look at Aaron Judge in 2017 compared to Aaron Judge in 2022, he doesn't even look like the same guy. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think he's become a lot better hitter. He's Yeah, he hit 62 home runs last year, but would you consider Aaron Judge a pure home run hitter? Or would no. you consider Aaron Judge a good hitter? Bro, he was going for the triple crown. Hit 311 last year. You don't see that anymore. Aaron Judge, what he hit two eighty four in his rookie year. You want to say his next best? His next best season was uh, was twenty twenty one. What he hit like two ninety eight, hitting two nineties that year, right? Yeah, in twenty one, last year sure. he hit three eleven. No, he's not a 
He's not a slugger that looks to pull the ball. You know, if you give at, and that's what something we saw when he was chasing the record. They weren't giving him balls that he could pull or, or drive. What was he doing? He was finding holes in the infield. Right. He was finding, finding spots to dunk balls in. It was almost comical. You started laughing after a while. That's why I think even as Aaron Judge ages and maybe some of the bat speed goes and the power goes, I think he will still be a relatively productive player for this team. Probably, hopefully. (coughs) Here's something, though, that people forget, right? And it's easy for people to forget because it's been so damn long. But, Christian, what has to happen? Only one thing needs to happen for us to not even care well, they have to win a World Series. What the back end looks like. You win a World Series. That's what it, That's what this is for, guys. You know it. This is what we scream about. You win a World Series. It doesn't matter what the rest of his contract looks like. Look at A-Rod. Right. I was just going to say that. Look at everything that A-Rod put us through. Is it worth it? Yes. Every second of it. It almost wasn't. Almost wasn't. Almost but wasn't, was. but it was. It's like the same. Th- it's like what I say about Garrett Cole. He can't do it in the like people say. Oh, he can't do it in the post. Well, he can't do it until he does it. And Christian, what if they didn't get get that under a Rod? We'd be sitting here how many years without a World Series? Twenty three going on twenty three. Did they not need a Rod in that World Series? He carried them through the American okay, and and he had some big hits in the World Series. Yeah, I mean, I know Matsui stole the show once they got there, but would they not have been there without a Rod? He had he had a couple big. I think that he had ball a off the wall, off the top of the wall, the camera, and then he had that double. Come on, man! You don't get that without a Rod. And this is another thing people want to bring up. Oh. When when people thought that he was going to San Francisco, and I saw tweets, good, he's a postseason choker. Bro, let me, <laughs> let me explain something to you. Coming into this, I'm not, oh I can't my defend. God. I, People I, are honestly, fucking ridiculous. I can't defend Aaron Judge's postseason this year. No, was who wants no, to? He was bad, okay? There's a couple things that to look at here, right? Number one, I think hitting 62 home runs drained Aaron Judge. I think the, the weight of that Absolutely. Really, really drained him. I think if Aaron Judge hit 55 home runs this year, we would have seen a much different player in the postseason. Sometimes guys run out of gas. It's not an excuse, but sometimes it happens. And the guy gave you an historic season that you wouldn't even have made it to the postseason if he didn't give you. Correct. Okay? And Aaron Judge's postseason OPS was like in the mid-800s, which I get it. Aaron Judge is like a 900 OPS guy for his career, but it's not that far off. And 840, 830, whatever it was, is not something that you you wipe your nose at. Right. Okay? So it's not like he's been terrible in the postseason. And you look at some of these earlier rounds. Maybe he hasn't done it so much in the ALCS against Houston, but in some of these earlier rounds, he's had big-time home runs to really set the tone in some of these series. 100%. And what do you just say? Say uh, that doesn't count because you, you're trying to fill fill a narrative here. Yeah. You should never ever when you can actually sit here and and make a legitimate argument that Aaron Judge is the best player in Major League Baseball in the entire friggin' sport. You cannot, and if that is the case, even if you want to say at worst he's top ten. Yeah, Which I think is right really now ridiculous. he is the best. You're not arguing R- with anyone else. Ridiculous 
off of the season that he had and the, and backing it up off of a, a you know a top five MVP type season if you want to even say that in 2021 look anytime you sign that guy that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing never guys. never you wanted your ownership to pony up and they did I mean this is a this is honestly this is this is a great Thing for New York Yankees. That's, a, I mean, it sucks because they haven't won a World Series. But that's the happiest I've been as a Yankee fan probably long time since, since they got to the ALCS in 2017. Something just felt right, like it finally went our way. Because when when we were sitting here thinking he was gone, you had that feeling, like yeah, I, yeah. I mean, everything's been going, everything's been going the other the other way. You had that you had that shitty feeling. And then all of a sudden you got this It was like a miracle, man. You didn't expect this at all. It was a miracle from above. It really was because how went to go meet with the Pope? I know we don't, you know, there's a lot of people listening to the show that probably aren't religious, but I'm just saying I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. I believe I'm in just, that. I'm just saying, how went to go meet with the Pope? You never fucking know, man. The Pope put in a good word. <laughs> I always heard God was a Yankee fan. I think he, I think he is for sure. You know, eventually, you know, we had to pay for all those World Series, and I guess that's kind of kind of what we paid with them. Yeah, we we paid with them with uh, the deal with the devil is that we can never get rid of Brian Cashman and Chris Carter, guys like Chris Carter that we had to deal with. Uh, that was only a couple months. I think the sin we're paying for the sins of those World Series with Brian, Brian Cashman, Cashman. And Aaron, Brian Cashman and Aaron Hicks. Yeah, Aaron Hicks. Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. Other other things need to happen. I'm excited for our next show, and you know we got to definitely dive in. And hopefully, we have a lot to talk about. But for right now, I think it's okay to just put everything else aside and say what had to happen happened. I don't care what the terms were. I'm happy for Aaron Judge that it was a record break. First, first of all, not just record breaking in the sense that he's, you know, the highest paid position player. Record breaking free agent contract. He's the highest paid free agent ever. This is the largest free agent signing ever. So yeah, uh, good for him, man. I mean, if it's not going to come off of the year that he had, then I don't know when it would ever, you'd ever get a deal like that. But, um, I mean, if you're watching on NYY News TV, and you can see over my shoulder here who I'm pointing to, you know who those guys are? You see them there? That's the core four. They are what we call legacy Yankees. And now Aaron Judge is a legacy Yankee because he's not going anywhere. Our guy came home. Listen. Oh, I told Sam that I'd be married to her and playing for the Giants in 10 years. Nope. No. You're ma- wrong. Nope. Eh. Wrong. Sometimes your dreams change, okay? And wrong. your dreams changed because you were dra- you know, you were drafted by the Yankees. And look, I'm going to say this as a as an open letter, open love letter, I guess you could say to Aaron Judge. We fucking love you, man. Yeah. Those those assholes, and that's exactly what they are, assholes, would boo their own mothers, okay, that you heard boos from in 
in the postseason. Yeah. Because anybody with a right in in their right mind would not boo you, especially after the season that you had. Okay, real true die in the wool Yankee fans love you, bro. And anybody that's sitting here talking shit on social media, I wouldn't have done it. I don't want him. He's he, I'll t- you want me to tell you a funny story? I do. I'll tell you a funny story. This happened. This actually happened to me this morning, right? I'm at work, and this guy comes up to me, and he, and I, I always wear my Yankee cap, right? And he, he looks me, and he looks at me, and he goes, he "Goes so uh, your guy came back?" I go, "Yep, he's not going anywhere." And he goes to me, "He's a bum." <laughs> What'd you say? I had took a second because. If you saw the last, if you listened to the last episode, you know what's been going on in my life. So I really needed to compose myself because of everything that's been going on. Like I'm honestly, I'm ready to fly off the handle at a moment's notice. Okay. Uh, I took a second. I said, I literally don't know what to say to you. Uh, No, I said, what did I, I is he a Yankee fan? No, no, I'm going to get to that. I, I said to him, actually, this is my this was my exact words. I said, I don't know how to respond to somebody that calls the reigning MVP a bum. He started this guy started laughing. He stuck out his fist for his fist bump and he goes, You got me. You really <laughs> you got me. He goes, I'm originally from Baltimore. I'm a huge Orioles fan. Oh man. Sorry. So we started bullshit. We were starting bullshit about uh baseball for a couple minutes, but he said, You got me. <laughs> But unfortunately, there's actually Yankee fans that would like to put that rhetoric out there. And listen, man, the guy's the reigning MVP. As we said last episode, he should have two MVPs on his on his on his shelf. Easily. It's not even Easily. it's not even a petty Yankee thing to say. Like it's not a petty Yankee fan thing that we're bitching about. If you look at his numbers compared to Altuve, it's actually it's almost it's truly egregious just the fact that he didn't win. And I'm saying that unbiased. Like, look at his numbers. They weren't even close. So, I mean, Aaron Judge, since he got here, he's done everything that you'd want as a franchise player. I don't want to hear any bullshit. Oh, I heard people calling the fan today. How could you give $360 million to a guy that gets injured all the time? He doesn't. <laughs> How about the teacher? He doesn't. I make 40000 a year. Look. How can I, this guy make $400 million? If there's anybody that sympathizes with teachers, it's me. I'm married to one. I, I get it. I, I get it. I love teachers. I respect them. If you live with one, you know what they really go through. Yeah, no, I know what they go through. They don't deserve millions of dollars like Aaron Judge does. I would love it if my wife got paid millions of dollars. So would I. I would love that for you. I'd probably mooch off you. (laughs) I'd probably ask for her handout here and there. But because you can do a few math problems or read or read when the or read to these kids when the War of 1812 happened. (laughs) Oh, let's not go there. You, if you hit sixty-two home runs, somebody would pay you forty million dollars a year. Yes. And look, this is a point that I I make all the time, right? And I'm a firm believer in this. Is the amount of money baseball players, football players, basketball players make absurd? It absolutely, it's it is absurd that you get paid that type of money to to play sports. But 
The people that employ you make billions and billions of dollars off of what you do for them. The players deserve every penny that they get. Yeah, of course, dude. Look, people think famous, being famous or having celebrity is just a lot of people knowing you. A lot of people knowing you means it translates into a lot of money. Like, these guys aren't just picking up a baseball bat and swinging it. They're generating millions of dollars. Not everyone. No, billions. 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 Fine. Like, anyone can go to a gas station and pump gas, right? So you're not going to sit there and be like, you don't have any leverage asking for a raise, really. Anyone can go and do that. Not everyone can pick up a baseball bat and hit 62 home runs. Hell, no one's ever done it before without using steroids. Nobody. These guys yeah. deserve it. Do, does the look? Is it outrageous that any form of entertainment generates that much money? Yeah, but we've become a world where entertainment is everything. Fame and entertainment is everything. I'll never. You'll never hear me say, "Oh, the player." No, the player. They. Um, they deserve every penny that they get. These guys, and bro. Are so do the owners, though. Like, no, I'm, I'm not saying that they don't, but don't be like, oh, that's way too right. much money no, to play. No, 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 I agree. A guy that plays baseball should have <laughs> that type. Think about the guy that owns the team with the money he's making. The, the guy that plays for him shouldn't be getting a t- <laughs> No, do you know what's be- outrageous? How many people actually take the thing that he does seriously? Like, think about how many millions of people are just like, oh, my God, guys are going to pick up. Guys are going to put tight pants on and pick up baseball bats and swing them. I need to spend hundreds of dollars to go see that. It's us. We're the fucking idiots who are entertained by this. If it wasn't for us, they wouldn't make shit. Look at the WNBA. They they don't they lose, they lose ten million. They don't not make money because they're women. They don't make money because no one gives a fuck about their sport. And hey, that's on women. Maybe more women should go see the WNBA. We oh, go to okay. the we go to the NBA. Here we here we uh, go. You know who, who joked about this? People. Oh, man. Here we go. All right, so we didn't want this to be a super nah, long thing, nah, so we'll just done. put it, we'll put on some uh, we'll put on some closing thoughts here. Um, no, you have no negatives towards this at all. Hell None. no, dude. And I'll I'll tell you what. There's probably a lot of people out there I like and respect that that do have negative feelings about it. I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. You're wrong for having them and you got to get over them. Because imagine the backlash on how Steinbrenner today, if it comes out that he drew, he, we knew the Yankees had eight for three twenty on the table and how said, I'm not going a penny further. And somebody came in, whether it is giants or the Padres and, and he left. Imagine the backlash on how today, right now. Absolutely, but probably by those same people. So you give credit to Hal Steinbrenner. You absolutely give credit to Hal Steinbrenner because for the first time, I I honestly think he acted like his dad here. And you could say, oh well, what about Garrett Cole? No, first of all, he let Brian Cashman do what he wanted to do with Garrett Cole. Okay, this was how 
doing what he wanted to do like his dad used to do. The Cole situation and, and Aaron Judge's situation are two different things in my book. Because like you said, like the, how uh, Brian is uh, Hal's kid. Right? Yes. What do you do to a spoiled child? You buy him whatever they want. Right. That was what Garrett Cole was for the Yankees. It was how buying Brian Cashman whatever he wanted. That was the one big shiny toy that Brian Cashman had to have. And Hal was like, okay, whatever. I'll give it to you. Okay. But this was Hal Steinbrenner saying, I am a fucking Steinbrenner. You are a Yankee and you're not going anywhere except for 99. That number is going to go on the back wall with all the other greats that have Fuck walked yeah. through through the through these clubhouses here. Fuck okay. Yeah. Are you drunk? Am I drunk? I've been t- I don't I, know. Look, I'm trying text- to get I'm trying to get ready for New Year's, dude. Your wife just texted, are you drunk? I have crazy New Year's plans. And now you're not going to watch the television program with her because I'll you're drunk. Her. I'll watch it there. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. So uh, we want we want to thank you very much for uh, listening to this uh, to this bonus episode here, episode three ten of the NYYST podcast. Uh, if you're not following us on Twitter yet, please do so at NYYST underscore podcast. Please, uh, if you're watching on NYYST TV, uh, like and subscribe before we sign off here and. Uh, on Apple Podcast, five star rating review. It's almost it's a sigh of relief, bro. And just joy and and Aaron Judge. I'm so happy. I I it still doesn't even seem real. It's like bro. being like, blue balled for weeks, and then you finally just get the release. Aaron Judge, nine years. He like I like I mentioned on Twitter. It's now it's it's the legacy, you know. You go from mantle to to Jeter to Judge. Now he can fit in that line. Yep. He's a legacy Yankee. He will be remembered as one of the greats. He'll he'll have the C on his chest. Well, I don't know if he actually will. No, he definitely he'll be, will be. No, I mean, he'll be the he'll be the captain. I don't know if he'll actually put the C on his chest. No. He'll be all those things. Will he be Don Mattingly? Yes, probably. Or will, Better, or, way better. I mean, no, I mean, will it be Don Mattingly in that he's a revered lifelong Yankee without a title, or is he going to go down as you know more like a Jeter with the rings? To well, look, I think that Hal and Cashman do what they need to do this off season and and in a hurry. And in the words of the great Aaron Boone, we are going to start banging. All right, so. Thank you very much for listening to episode 310 of the NYYST podcast. Chris, say goodbye. NYYST. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Christian and Chris. Of course, SGR. This is New York. Yankee sports talk. Call me New York. Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.